This is Homer and Tony. Oh, baby. Some real passion there. We got some I did. real, some real, real passion. There. If I would have asked my next question, you'd have been mad. At, yeah, yeah, you'd have ruined it. So you know what my next question was? What? Should I take six to one odds that comes back to the Green Bay Packers? Rude. That would have been rude, wouldn't it? Rude. That would have not have addressed you the You the moment. Yes. You don't have the heart that Jason has. Ah, uh, that's true. I do want to add one <laughs> thing. Of course, your book is the only one that matters to you. You want to win? You want to win in college basketball? College football? Steve, you don't listen to reason. The facts prove it. Wait, 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 wait. What facts? You have no facts on that. Sure. I really don't have an opinion of any value. <laughs> Thank you very much. Can you say that again? What'd you say? I really don't have an opinion of any value. Taken out of context, I feel like Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Broadcasting live from the Gruber Law Office's One Call That's All Studios at the Avenue, this is Homer and Tony. Harmony because the Hall of Famer is on assignment. We're always in perfect harmony when he's not here. And yes, Jay Crowder has finally become a member of the Milwaukee Bucks. Five second round draft picks. You know what a second round draft pick is looked as viewed as? Papa, we have to come with this. Nothing, really. Piece of grass. Yep. Piece of grass. What'd you get? We got five pieces of grass. What's the difference between five pieces of grass and one piece of grass? Nothing, really. Not a whole lot. Especially Correct. when Giannis is going to be there playing, and you're likely going to get, like, for the second round pick, what, 35th, 45th overall selection? It's like and nothing. There have been some pretty good second round picks, which makes you think it might be more valuable than a piece of grass. However... I think it's very easy to acquire a second-round draft pick if at some point during the draft later I think, ah, we'd like that. I don't think you have any, because in order to get a second-round pick, you know what you have to give up. What's that? A piece of grass. So not only is it value very small, but the what you have to give to get one. How many second-round picks equal a first-round pick? There, there must be some chart like they have in the, in the NFL. Depends on the pick, uh, not just a random second. But generally, my assumption is the Bucks are happier giving up five second-round picks than one first-round pick. And that first-round pick is going to be late anyway. But um, only John Horst can answer that. How many, that should be the discount liquor Twitter poll question, how many second-round picks would it take to be more valuable than a first-round pick? 5, 10, 15, or a million? That's not a question. We're not going to do that, Pebble. It's not going to get enough answers. What were our questions yesterday? I think they were the lowest ever. Um, It was actually the day before. It was uh, Because I wasn't here yesterday. Yeah, it's... uh, 
Do you know that Scottie Pippen was a better defender than yeah. Michael Jordan? And uh, the other one was, do you know that Michael Jordan's defensive weakness was small, quick guards? And uh, think a lot of votes on either question. That might have been might have been close to the lowest ever. Would you say? Very close. Yes. Yeah. Which surprises me. Uh, other than that, what you learn is you need to have something uh, closer to. Um, the present. That's too too old. That's like asking how good was Babe Ruth. Um, I have had a discussion on Twitter, and discussion is the right word, uh, because I wanted to make it clear to everyone that LeBron James is the all-time career scorer for the NBA only because at the time that Lou Alcindor, then Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, was a senior in high school. You couldn't turn pro. Therefore, he had four years in college. He would have been the first pick. While LeBron James was a basketball savant, uh, Lou Alcindor, when he was in high, when he came out of high school, was out of high school, was viewed exactly the same way. Uh, you can go back and look, and you'll find stories that. Likely could be the greatest player ever in the history of the NBA when he becomes eligible. He did not play as a freshman, and then uh, and at UCLA then played three years, and they won easily. Um, but my point is, it is not to take away. LeBron James has got it. There's nothing. But the point is, he has it only because the rules were different back with Lou Cinder. And uh, – Lou Alcindor would have been as good, if not better, than LeBron James was uh, in the first year, given uh, his ability as a center and everything. So my point is, LeBron James, I think, scored 6,000 points in his first three years. And I said, all right, if if uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar had played one year in college, LeBron would have to get 6,000 more points to pass him. And if he had come out of high school, that'd be closer to like 7,500. What does that mean? That means that LeBron James is lucky to be the all-time leading scorer now just because the rules were different back then. Uh, had LeBron ja- had uh, Lou Alcindor been able to play basketball in the NBA right out of high school, if that had been the norm, I, my, my assumption is he would have. I, I gave LeBron um, the benefit of the doubt by saying that, all right, if, uh, if Jabbar, then Lou Alcindor, Played only one year of college, uh, and then in those first three years, you had about six thousand points. So, what do they say? I couldn't remember last night. What do they say? What does Tony say about me when you're negative like that? You're just like you're. Uh, oh, you're a hater. Hater. Yes, you're a hater. No, I'm not. I'm not. You can say you think I am, but that's on you, not me. This is why Twitter is so great. It's just a fact. LeBron James is the all-time leading scorer only because the rules were different back when Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, then Lou Alcindor, was coming out of high school. So does that take away from him being the leader? Not really. Just you need to know it. And so he would, yeah, if, if it was the same, he wouldn't be. Um. So what's my point? It's a to me it's a fact. That's a part of the understanding. Does it take away from 
what LeBron James has accomplished. No, but it means all things being equal, he wouldn't be the leader yet. Do I think he would get another 6,000 points? Probably. Um, but again, it speaks to the greatness also of Lou Alcindor. Um, maybe that should be the discount liquor Twitter poll question. That one's not bad. Homer just wants everybody to know that LeBron James is only the career leader because Kareem Abdul-Jabbar played four years in college. They didn't come out of high school back then. Does that make him a hater? Yes or no? Uh, we, I, I think we know how this is going to finish, don't you, Pebble? Yeah, not in your favor. Not in my favor. That's fine. I just think people should know that. Who's a better player, LeBron James or Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? Like, if you ask me that. I mean, LeBron James is a better all-around player. LeBron James is arguably the greatest all-around player other than maybe Oscar Robertson. There's a very great similarity between those two. Um, but far, who's a better player? Ah, oh, wow. Um, I don't know. Um... You know, we talk about LeBron couldn't win championships. Well, uh, Kareem couldn't win championships until Magic showed up. Look how many years Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was in the league. And he's by far the best player. And he'd only won one title in Milwaukee until Magic Johnson showed up. Michael Jordan didn't win a title until uh, Pippen showed up. Uh, and LeBron James has won with everyone. He won with the guys in uh, in Miami and then... Uh, probably his greatest win would have been the one that he had in Cleveland, but he couldn't do that without Kyrie Irving. All the great ones have needed somebody else. And I'm sure that's what Scottie Pippen and always said. Michael Jordan didn't win Jack until I joined the team. That's right. So even if you're the greatest ever. So if I have to pick who's a greater player, LeBron James or Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, man, that's hard. Uh, I... I mean, the greater all-around player is is, uh, is LeBron James. He can do so many things that uh, uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. And to be fair, and no one has brought it up, but given today's game of basketball, Kareem would not be as good. Yeah, a couple of texts here about that homework to the ESPN Milwaukee talking text line, 800-990-3776. We want to get your thoughts in. Tim from Hartford says, also no three-pointer for most of Kareem's career. Right. And Tom in Milwaukee says... He, let, me, let me answer that, and then we'll get to the next one. He would, Kareem never would have made any three-pointers. LeBron James would have had th- fewer points. Um, so it really doesn't affect... Uh, I think someone said, and I didn't even know this, Kareem made one three, a hook shot or something. So the, the three-pointer... Has given more points to uh, to LeBron, that's true, but it wouldn't have affected the total of Kareem. And uh, Tommy in Milwaukee says, you know LeBron has played like 100 less games. Your argument doesn't make a lot of sense. Well, of course, so I don't care if he's played 500 less games. The point is he would need 6,000 more points if, if Kareem had played uh, out of high school. Well, who cares how many games it is? Is it number of games? No, it's points. So, um, now who's averaged more points per game? I would assume it's LeBron, but if LeBron plays as old as uh, Jabbar did, then he'll go down. I, the other people, that doesn't mean anything. They didn't say, I'm not saying who's a better player. I'm saying the only reason LeBron is the, is the leader, and it is the only reason, is because when Jabbar played, he didn't come out of high school. Um, 
And no one can dispute that. And how does that, what does that mean? That means that that's the only reason he's the leader. Um, if, uh, what was the other one? Like if, uh, um, I think uh, back then you have to be really old, but you had to prove that you were, uh, the two guys that came out of high school were Bill Willoughby, who was not anything special, I think he was a pro, and then Daryl Dawkins. Um, um, and I can't, that must have been a, year, a few years after uh, Jabbar. And then, and then you had to be a, uh, the ABA came around and they, they changed the rule to where you were, uh, if you were like poor, I can't remember what the word was. They came up with some reason to allow you to play in the pros without having, I think, four years out of high school or whatever. So I don't care if, uh, how many games either of them played. It's irrelevant. It's about points. Who's got the most points? LeBron James only. Because Kareem Abdul-Jabbar played four years of college instead of going in the pros. You can take that wherever you want. But in order to be fair and understand, you can't leave that out. There may be something else that you want to put in there. If there's something else you want to put in there that you think people need to know that is relevant to LeBron passing uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, am I saying that Jabbar is a better player? No. I'm saying... LeBron would have some work to do if Kareem grew up in the same environment as LeBron. Next, Jason Wildey. Jason Wildey is brought to you by Boucher Automotive, where we ride with you every mile. 18 dealerships, 15 brands, and thousands of vehicles in stock. Check them out at Boucher.com. Everybody on the planet Earth should get information about the Green Bay Packers from Jason Wildey every day of the year. I want Jason Wildey information so much, I listen to his show in the mornings because I never know what I might learn. Like I learned a lot today. Good afternoon, Jason. Good afternoon, Stephen. How are you today? I'm awesome. I learned that everybody's favorite Packer player should be David Bakhtiari. It's not even close. Not even wow. close. Everything wow. about him is great. He's just really? everything. Yeah. I mean, I, I kind of thought that before, but especially today. He just, he's nice. He's, he's got a little something to him. You know, he's not, just, how can, uh, Homer's, Homer put that up on the discount liquor Twitter poll question. Homer says it to be a law that fans' favorite Packer should be David Bakhtiari. Given ability, all the factors you throw in. Uh, I, I really like David. Yeah, uh, that even helps. Add uh, that to the list. One more on the list. He's one, he's one of my favorites that I've covered, but uh, you know, kind of, it's kind of like you and your children. You don't have any favorites. You love them all equally. Of course, that's uh, for those of you not knowing. That's not true. Um, I love them all equally, but I rank them. Um, it would be disingenuous for me not to 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 to, uh, to state that, uh, to let Jason get away with that. Just so you know, Jason's probably going to be a little edgy with me for a while. I don't know how long he can be before he can forgive me for telling the world about his honor. So just I'm, it did become a big deal yesterday, thanks to you. So that was that was nice. Thanks, you and you and Jeff. I I am I'm I'm um, I'm curious if you were tipped off by anyone other than uh, Kingdom Prep. I was, but I was not going to report it. Based, I thought that was a personal thing between the two of you. Oh, so that that kingdom prep story is true. It is true. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, there's so, no way. So you lie to children, but you wouldn't lie to me. No. Nope. Okay. All right. 
Yeah, but I, no, I yes, well, I knew first about it from the person you're referring to, but I couldn't, I couldn't use that. You, I, you guys are. I just assumed it was, it was. Uh, well, no, and I would take it that way, even if it wasn't. Um, yeah, no, I, I love John Kerry. He's like the dad I never had. I did not that. say that it was John Kerry. Uh, that is. Uh, but I'm saying that now because that I mean it doesn't matter now now that it's out there. But yes, thanks again to the lovely people at my high school, Greendale Martin Luther, for honoring me, and thank you to Homer for telling the world. How did you right. find out? No, one last thing. Did they call you or what? Well, I don't know what that's like. What is this like the the NFL, the Hall of Fame? They knock on your door or how does that work? Yeah. So, so interestingly enough, and great segue. Thank you. Uh, opportunity to go into something more significant because. Yep. Joe Thomas is going to get his call to the Hall of Fame tonight, but uh, he already knows if he got in or didn't because they have changed in recent years. I think you probably saw this last year uh, with uh, Leroy Butler going in uh, two years ago uh, with uh, Charles Woodson going in. They're not doing the knock at the door at the hotel anymore. They're doing the uh, show up at your house. And so that requires a little more planning and a little subterfuge. Um, and so last year, uh, Charles Woodson, I think Leroy lives in Racine now. Mm-hmm. And so Charles Woodson came to his door. And, you know, family members have to kind of make sure you're home and kind of try and trick you. It's kind of like having a surprise birthday party. And so, But it's not because uh, all the players that are eligible know how it's going to work and, you know... Yeah, but you know, you're, you know, I mean, if you're not, the good news is they've eliminated that feeling of sitting in the hotel room waiting for the knock and instead getting a call. Saying, right, now you sit at make- home waiting for the knock, knowing that someone's going to knock on your door. They probably had to check with somebody in your family. It's Right. Uh, in my case, I got uh, two calls from the principal of uh, Martin Luther High School, um, and I didn't answer them. And then uh, what? a good friend, I, yeah, I didn't, I, I didn't recognize the number, so I didn't answer. Didn't it. they leave and a message? A, 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 fortunately, a good friend of mine uh, texted me and said, hey, I need, you need to take uh, Dr. Jensen's call because uh, he's got some big news for you. So then I knew that I needed to call him back. And, um, and how, did he, how, what did he, how did he say it to you? Uh, I think the first thing he said was that he was a big fan of Wilde and Tausch and the show and all my work. And uh, then he told me what he was doing, which was which was great. Uh, we'll see how it worked out for Joe Thomas uh, tonight. I would assume they're going to show the uh, the news being broken to him if he got in, of course. Well, but, of course he know. got in, and I just Joe doesn't call me for advice, but this would have been my advice to him. Mm-hmm. The assumption is they would show up last night, probably, right? Or I don't, when do you think it? The night before? But whenever. Uh, it, the, it, whenever. He's, a, he's in Arizona right now. Okay. Fact, well, that, that's a mistake on his part. The way he w- should have done it so that history would evolve perfectly, where should he have been when they came to his house? Uh, out on a lake fishing. Ice fishing? Yes, it would have been great. And then they were, the family member would take them out and they would announce, tell him that he's in the Hall of Fame as he is ice fishing, as when he was drafted, he was not home. He did not go to New York. Where was he when he was drafting, getting drafted? 
He was out fishing. Out fishing, and I believe to this day, still the only player in which they've said that, drafted at that point in the draft. Yeah, well, remember as the TV uh, um, superimposed information once said during a game, uh, the first offensive lineman in NFL history, Joe Thomas. Really? Yeah, so it was supposed to say, I don't know, first offensive lineman in NFL history to play 10,000 consecutive snaps or something like that, but they left off half the the super graphic, and it just said that he was the first offensive lineman in NFL history. It is. Which is pretty amazing, considering how long the league has been around. That would make him like 100-some years old. Yeah, I don't know how to get an answer to this, to know where he ranks, because no loser has ever been honored as highly as Joe Thomas. Yeah, not, I mean. His, not even close. You're right. You're you're right. I mean, he had one winning season during his time in uh, Cleveland, and lost thirty one uh, of his last thirty two games. Yeah, and and the one year that they that he did have a winning record, they missed the playoffs at ten and six. Yep. Uh, you know, and and there were a couple of times toward the end of his career, and I remember, you know, I, I've known Joe Joe for a really long time. Him and Annie and their kid, they're just great, and. I'm not. There was a time when the Packers were, you know, potentially in the market for offensive line help, and there was at least a feeling. I don't think Joe ever really got his hopes up, but having grown up in Brookfield, having played at Wisconsin, uh, I think there were uh, a lot of people, even if it wasn't him, that got their hopes up that, hey, maybe the Packers make a trade at the trade deadline, and he's able to finish his career with his home state team that he grew up cheering for. And uh, that didn't happen. It would have been great if it had. It would have been really fun to see him uh, have that opportunity. But unfortunately, um, he played all of his career with the Browns and had the injury toward the end there and called it a career after that. I think it was after the 17th season. But, man, I mean, the guy went to – he's the first lineman and I think maybe even the first player in NFL history to – to be selected to 10 straight Pro Bowls to start his career. Like, he was chosen as a rookie and chosen every year after that. He has a bunch of all-pro selections, obviously. Um, I mean, he was a great player for an organization that, unfortunately for him, was nowhere near great. Yeah, uh, he would never ask me to do anything. But if someone asked me to do something for Joe Thomas, I, I would do anything. I won't, I won't uh, go skydiving without a parachute, but aside from that, his involvement in the Luke Holman event is off the charts. Uh, you can't ever thank him. Um, and he's he's just incredible. But um, Yeah, so, so Luke, Luke, for those that don't know, Luke was his uh, high school teammate. Yep. Um, who passed away. Was it, they played, was it at lacrosse? Yeah, I think he was the that? last one. I think, I don't know, maybe the last one they, they, they believe was murdered, dumped into the, uh, what is that, the Wisconsin, whatever's next to lacrosse, whatever the body of water is, right where all the students going. Yeah, and, and obviously uh, Joe was very close to him, and, and as someone who, um, while I was in college, lost my best friend from high school, um, I, I've always been, so, you know, look, Joe's, the creme de la creme of human beings. Like he's, well, you know, I, I know that um, my friend Dave Luzak over at WKLH has known him since he was a little kid because they've all lived in Brookfield. I mean, he, that, uh, 
there I am I, I try to be the best version of myself, but I can guarantee you there are people that don't like me. Um I don't know anyone who doesn't like Joe. He he just is he's that good of a guy and he and Annie are amazing together and their kids and they're just He's just terrific, and I'm really excited and happy for him. He's been a good friend to Tausch and to me and to countless others, and and obviously he, he's um, he's extremely well deserving, and I'm excited to see him uh, tonight, and I'm excited uh, to see the clip of when he would have gotten the knock at his home in uh, in suburban Madison because uh, I'm eager. I want to see him. I want to see him cry when he gets the news. I don't, I don't see him as a crier, but I could be wrong. Um, I did get to play with him in all the years of the Luke Holman event. It's so more than 20. I got to play golf with him once. My my thought was, one, I thought at one point he was going to say to me, did you just never shut up? I think I am just was just way too talkative for him. And secondly, he was there with the center from the, the Browns and Mac or something. I can't remember who the guy was. But anyway, maybe there's a – they – Alex Mack – they drank beer yep. like I had never seen before in my life. It seems like we played in the morning, whatever. Like they could drink a beer like it was just, like you you know you take a soda and you just drink the whole can. I I don't. I think they could have like they could have had like thirty beers in a round of golf without the slightest bit of difficulty and just uh, exactly like the best way like you would drink a can of water, just like done. like boxing Bucks game. Yeah, I think I Maybe think Joe the- Thomas could match him. Based on what I remember yeah. that day, yeah, yeah, um, that would be a great head-to-head, though. Yes, maybe we get Tausch to referee. I don't know. I don't know Tausch's ability if he's that good, but I, uh, I, I just couldn't I believe how you can drink beer that fast. Like it's just water. There's, I mean, there's. I, I don't know. Anyway, all right. Back to uh, Bakhtiari on your sh- on the show today, where you you yeah. ga- you gave the impression that. You felt more like Rogers is going to be traded than ever before, based on what Bakhtiari said. Yeah, I, I mean, I, again, I, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna quit the prediction business on Rogers now because I've kind of been, I feel like I've ridden the, the wave, the 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 roller coaster, right? Like, but there's no risk. Nobody, public, everybody knows. Nobody knows anything, so you're just kind of guessing, right. and so. Right, but I mean, it was. You know, I still think he's going to be back to, oh, God, he's going to the Jets. They hired Nathaniel Hackett. Oh, now he's going to the Raiders. Listen to the way Devontae's talking. And then, you know, I, there was part of me that kind of shifted back to, no, I still have this weird feeling he's going to stay. But then the way David spoke about the, the possibility of change and how you have to embrace it, and sometimes it's for the best, and sometimes it's not for the best. It's hmm. for, the, for just, the worst. Just change. You know what I see, and I heard that, and I, I thought something different. You know what I thought? No, what'd you think? Rogers might be around here for one more year, but it's like he's telling, look, dude's going. I mean, it's about over. So start getting used to the fact that it's about over. I didn't think it was over now, but it's like of all this stuff going on and all these other things, just realize it's close to over. And yeah, I mean, that, I I would agree with that, but I I, I will admit that. Listening to him talk, I, and and the way he chose to talk about it, yeah, um, he he focused on the change. That's all he talked about, right? Correct. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that's what I thought. I think, like, well, I'm not sure he knows. Just that you said, but he knows this. Rogers are not here for long. 
makes me think that that Rodgers is at most here for one more year. But, um, you know, get used to Jordan Love being the guy. He's going to be the guy, good or bad. He's going to be the guy. That was the second part it seemed he was saying. Yeah, and, and the other part that I do wonder, and, and you know, David, what, I wouldn't say he was completely noncommittal, but he, you know, I'm under contract with the, with the Packers line that he had. Like He didn't address it at all. It made me assume, assume that he's going to stay with Green Bay. Did I miss that or did I miss something? No, he did not. He, I mean, he, he, now he, when we talked to him after the season ended, um, <clears throat> he did make it clear that his, his hope is, is that they – saw enough from him and feel okay. confident enough in his ability to stay healthy that he'll stay. But no, when he talked today, which again, I don't, I, the, the, the piece of this that I have not asked Rogers what was said, I don't know if anyone knows what was said, but my gut instinct is, is that this all kind of started in terms of him speaking publicly, Rogers speaking publicly about it started with him not hearing what he wanted to hear in that exit interview with Goody and LaFleur. And so that's where I've kind of started my thought process of, okay, maybe he's not going to be back. And maybe that's where the ball started. The snowball started rolling downhill, but. Or his first belief that he could actually, they would actually move him this time. Right. Right. And, and I just wondered if within that conversation, because, you know, if I'm Rodgers and they talk about, look, we're not bringing back Cobb, we're not bringing back Mercedes, maybe we could bring back Mercedes. We're not necessarily going to um, re-sign Lazard or re-sign um, Bobby Tunyon. <clears throat> Within that, I, there's certainly a chance that they said, you know, we're not sure what we're going to do with David. And if I'm Aaron Rodgers, I'm going to pass that along to David Bakhtiari. Hey, I don't know what this means, but here's what they said when I talked to him. Hmm. So I, I just I don't know in terms of his own thought process if if his thought process has shifted, David David's since we talked to him at his locker the day after the season ended. Yeah, I would say this. The only thing I feel very comfortable is that Bakhtiari would say to Rogers, "Do whatever you want to do. You're you're a great friend. You're going to be right now. I don't I don't need whatever." You know, clearly, you know, I'd want to play with you, but we're grown men, and whatever happens, happens. Change is, but, you know, you don't got to tell me anything. I don't need to know. It doesn't matter what, you know. That's how I see Bakhtiari taking it. You want to join that club? Sure. Yeah. I'll uh, I'll join that club for sure. Now, as far as Rodgers would tell him that, um, I, 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 I probably lean to him coming back. But the part you didn't bring up in this discussion that I want to tell everybody is DraftKings. Is it, you know has a uh, a sports book, and it and now if you say that he's going to play next for the Raiders, you got to pay three hundred to win a hundred. If you say his next team is still going to be the Packers, you bet a hundred, you win three hundred. There's never been anything like this for Rodgers ever at any point in the past when it was about where is he going to go. This is the first time that that there's been that strong odds about him going anywhere. It was never that good, that big with the Jets. So I don't, yeah. they either know what they're doing, and they, they just sports books don't screw around with stuff like this. It was 600. That didn't last long because people like me got in as quickly as possible for, or 100 for six because it's an incredible value. But still, that those are amazing numbers that have never existed before discussing Rodgers. 
Yeah, I'm still skeptical um, that they know anything if it's yeah. not just uh, a way to get people to to part to separate people from their money uh, by offering odds on that sort of stuff. It's not like you can look at friend lines and games and other stuff and and have information that you can set a line. They they do an amazing job of setting lines for games. I the the idea of predicting who's going to be the next coach of a team or what who's te- who who's going to play for what team next. I'm I would steer clear of that personally, but hey, everybody's different. Thanks, Jason. All right, Homer, take care. Be good. Oh, excuse me, I apologize. Thanks, Hall of Famer. Actually, it's the Wall Hall of Honor. Uh, Pebble, does that mean he's a Hall of Famer? Or do I call him thank congratulations Hall of Honor? Uh, or, it's, it's, to me, it's Hall of Famer. Is it? That's for, I can school I can, Hall of Famer. I can yeah. go there. All right. Thanks, school Hall. Thanks, Hall of Famer. We don't have to be overly specific. Next. <laughs> Your chance at the best seats in the house to catch the bucks on the hardwood. And unless you're actually in the huddle on the bench, you won't find yourself any closer. This is correct. Front row from now through the 12th. Getting close. We've got a few days left till the 12th. Register at ESPNWisconsinContest.com. That's what you got to remember. ESPNWisconsinContest.com. ESPNWisconsinContest.com. For good, good Karma Brands founder and CEO, Craig Moe Carmenson, because he's minority owner, courtside buck seats. There's a catch. The winner gets to choose between sitting with Craig on March 1st for the Bucks and the Magic, which he should choose, or bringing a guest on February the 24th to watch the Bucks against the Heat without Craig. It's with or without him. Sponsored by the Milwaukee Bucks and Gruber Law Offices. Full contest rules and details again. ESPNWisconsinContest.com. ESPNWisconsin.com. Contest.com. Yeah, go with it. You're listening to Homer and Tony on 94.5 ESPN and WisconsinOnDemand.com. I think Packer Nation should really, like, just remember, life happens. you got to accept it, and whatever's going to happen, I mean, enjoy it. Appreciate what you have and know that there's always change, and with change, it could be good, it could be bad, but no matter what, time and life moves on. That is David Bakhtiari. He was a guest on Wilde and Taus because Taus wasn't on. Brian Bulaga was on. And uh, Bakhtiari uh, came on for a few minutes. Every Packers fan favorite player should be David Bakhtiari. Agree or disagree? 34% agree. 66% uh, disagree. That's fine. Just trying to help you out. Who is a better NBA player, LeBron James or Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? LeBron James winning 65 or excuse me, 63 to 37%. Understandably so. Most of you aren't old enough to have seen Kareem Abdul-Jabbar play. Um, it's really close. Um, the Discount League or Twitter poll question, I want everybody to know that LeBron James is the NBA's career leader in scoring only because Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, then Luel Cinder, couldn't jump right from high school in the NBA. Does that make me a hater? 24% say yes. 76% say no. It's the nicest poll ever on Twitter. People are so kind. Of course I'm not a hater. I don't know why uh, people hate LeBron James. Uh, uh, on Twitter, sometimes people say people hate because, and I always go, you don't know unless you hate for that reason. How, does, how can anybody talk about why other people hate? All you can know is that they seem to hate. I think it would be hard to find something that you hate about LeBron James. Given the uh, 
elite status he was given appropriately at the young age of 15. I think by all standards, he's probably uh, handled himself well. So I'd have to ask others. But back to the uh, 1-800-990-3776 talk and text line, because, Pebble, you said we had some uh, text earlier regarding LeBron or Kareem. Did you get to all of them? Or I, I forgot. I got to all those, yeah. You got to all of them. Um, and that's the great thing about Twitter. Rule one about Twitter. It doesn't say anything about the person who's the topic. It says something about the person who's tweeting. Always remember that. The biggest problem we have, one of the biggest problems we have in society, too many people are influenced by what's on Twitter. One person. One person. That's it. Now, if that person is the president of the United States, then it's understandable if you give that some level of credibility. Uh, my, My understanding was on Twitter that you can now... You can have long, you get more characters. I don't know if that's, um, have you heard that pebble that they're now allowing for longer? I have not, no. Okay. Because they also have the blue, blue check mark. The one you can buy for like so much per I don't want a blue check mark. You know why? I don't need one. Why do I need a blue check mark? What yeah, does a blue uh, check blue, mark do? Blue subscribers can post tweets that are up to 4,000 characters long. Yeah, that's another reason. I don't want one. But what's the point of the blue? That means it's legit? That means you're certified, like you're the real actual person who's tweeting or whatever, not like a fake account or something like that. Right. So, Well, but couldn't I, if someone used a fake account, couldn't I just say that's a fake account? Well, yeah. yes, I could be a fake account saying it's a fake account. I don't know. I've yeah. never had, I don't have a blue check, never have an interest in getting a blue check. Um, but if but if you're if you're ESPN Homer on Twitter, yeah. and the other person's real ESPN Homer with a blue check mark, who do you think's the real one? I can I'll answer that. I've, I've, whatever, however, I have to figure out how to prove that I am who I say I am. How do I? Uh, what do I prove? Show your birth certificate? Or I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> think about that, Pebble, because we got to have an answer for that. No one's going to waste the time to do it. But if they do. The real ESPN Homer, and I say, no, I'm not. I am. How would I? How would I prove that? Uh, I don't know. I guess posting yourself, posting a video of yourself right away. I guess I maybe. I don't know. Doing whatever you're doing uh, we'll, in line at McDonald's. We'll come up with an answer. There's uh, someone can have that. I could go on Twitter. Um, I don't think that would be a problem at all. Um, so then that'd be fine. Then I got a battle between. Uh, the real ESPN Homer with a blue check mark and uh, ESPN Homer, who is the real Homer? Oh, baby! Someone give it your best shot. Now somebody's going to make a yeah. Create, go create, for Someone's going to create a fake account. Go for it. Yeah. Go for Homer. it. Create a fake account for me and let's see what happens. Yeah. No one's ever done that before, right? No one's ever asked for a fake account. No. I want has. a fake account. Then to find out what do I have to people do to usually, deal with it. People usually report fake accounts, not ask for them. Yeah. Or people say I said certain things or whatever. No, it's all there. Doesn't change. You can look them all up. I think I have deleted two or three at the request of somebody else. If it up to me, I wouldn't do it, but it seemed at the time it would be in my best interest, cash, to do what they asked. Money. Uh, are you a better guesser? Caller four. Very good question. Next, 1-800-990-3776. It's a great deal. 
You should do this. I I would do it, but I can't. I don't believe I'm eligible. Is that right? Are you eligible, Pebble? I don't think uh, so. ESPNWisconsinContest.com. Nobody in our good cover brands oh. is eligible. What a deal. ESPN Milwaukee is here to help with Welke's Ultimate Valentine's Day Night. A big bouquet of flowers from Welke's Milwaukee Florist. Fabulous place. $200 to Moe's in downtown Milwaukee. Fabulous place. $200 is always good. And a one-night stay at St. Kate, the Arts Hotel. They should have some of my kids' stuff. Register to win at Welke'sDateNight.com. Welke's, W-E-L-K-E-S. W-E-L-K-E-S, DateNight.com. From now till you got tomorrow's it. You think my kid could win? I don't think they, anybody who's uh, they wouldn't know. Their family is eligible. Either. Well, I'm not going to tell them. Uh, guess if their last night and last name is true, it's not going to go well. That's Welkiesdatenight.com. Welkies Ultimate Valentine's Date on ESPN Milwaukee. This is a sweet deal. You're listening to Homer and Tony on 94.5 ESPN and WisconsinOnDemand.com. It is official. I think it's official. Well, Adrian Wojnarowski said it, right? That the Bucks, uh part of a three-team deal, doesn't really matter. All you know is they got Jay Crowder. Jay Crowder is the newest member of the Milwaukee Bucks. Now, given that I know Jay Crowder a little bit because he played at Marquette and uh, Ashley interviewed him uh, to find out about Jimmy Butler and he informed me that he owns a um, pistachio farm in uh, Arizona. But anyway, uh, that doesn't increase the importance of Jay Crowder, just because I know I'm not going to oversell Jay Crowder just because he played for Marquette. It's a nice addition, but um, not what's more important to the health of Chris Middleton or acquiring Jay Crowder. It's like 10 to one. Middleton. Chris Middleton. Yeah. Exactly. But I mean, it's nice to have Jay Crowder makes the team better. He's tough. It gives him that toughness that you like to have. Tucker gave him that. So it's a nice addition, but I'm not going to make it bigger than it is. Five second-round picks as part of a three-team deal. That's right, five. Um, some of those might have been intended somewhere else, but, uh, but again, what's what's the value of a second-round pick? Piece Pe- of grass. Piece of grass. And what does it cost to get another second-round pick? Piece of grass. Piece of grass. So if you give yours up, that also means that when the draft comes and you want to acquire a second-round pick to maybe take someone late that you really like, it's easy to do, so you don't really need them. If, on draft day, a second-round pick became costly like a new car, then you would, you'd always keep that around. But when you know you can get it for as cheaply as its value when you let it go, hey, we'll be all right if we have no second-round picks. Uh, it's time for Are You a Better Guesser? What's on the line? Pamela? Entry into a drawing for a $50 gift card to Mars Cheese Castle, which you'll draw on Monday. Right now we're 0 for 3 so far this week. No Whoa. correct answers yet. Uh, and I've got to uh, improve because uh, the tanking between the Hall of Famer and Pebble is becoming too easy, and I, that's got to stop. So uh, I'm no working. tanking today, though. No, I know, but I'm I am have changed my approach. You'll we'll see if it uh, right. if it works. Justin in Illinois, you're on ninety four five ESPN. Are you a former champion of this competition? No, not a champion. Guessed a bunch, but Tony doesn't like my number. Oh. Uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, when we have more than one winner during the week, Tony, the Hall of Famer of the following Monday, picks and just randomly gives us numbers, and the phone number, which is the closest to the numbers that he gives, uh, is the person who wins. So Justin could be 100% accurate, but he in no way is blaming Tony because Tony isn't capable of cheating for or against Justin. He's just been unlucky. All right, Justin, you ready to go? Yep. 
At what age did Lou, at what age did Lou Alcindor become Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? 21, 22, 23, or 24? Could you tank this one, Pebble? If you were tanking, what would you tank? 21, 22, 23, or 24, the age when Lou Alcindor became Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. If I was tanking, I'd say the very earliest age. You're tanking at 21. No, but I'm, say, I'm saying that would be my That would be answer. your tank. Yes. All right. Um, so I don't know if that helps Justin or not. Anyway, Justin, at what age did Lou Alcindor become Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? 21, 22, 23, or 24? Oh, 23. 23. After leading the Bucks to its first... I think I, no, I, I said to make my answer, Homer. If I was tanking, I'd pick 21, but I believe the real answer is 24. Oh, you think you know. Yes. I think the real answer is After 24. leading the Bucks to its first NBA championship in 1971, he took the Muslim name Kareem Abdul-Jabbar at the age of 24. And, uh... Sorry, Justin. You'll have to try again tomorrow. In fact, uh... You should call in because you know that everybody's going to hope you're wrong because if he's wrong, then it's just random for Monday to everyone. Um, well, if you knew, you knew, so that's fine. Um, I thought he was younger, actually. I didn't realize he waited that long. Um, I think it was like 1971. Yeah. yeah. After leading the Bucks to its first NBA championship at age 24 in 1971, he then took the Muslim name Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Um, so correct answer is 24. Uh, Pep got it right, but it's of no value because he's not in the competition with the Hall of Famer. But uh, I don't feel bad at my at my guesses. It wasn't a tanking problem. If you know the answer, it doesn't matter what exactly. I yeah. But those, those are good. Those are good choices. Those were good yeah. choices. Yeah. I got better. All right. Uh, TVV, Tim Van Voren, Fox Six Sports, and and Rain Man. So those of you that normally do Rain Man on Wednesday, we didn't do it yesterday because I was on assignment. So Rain Man will be following. Tim Van Voren, TVV, Fox 6 Sports, and so you have about 40 or 45 minutes to tell the world, or we'll put it up on Twitter, as I always feel bad when it's not when you expect it to be. So coming up, top three at three, then Tim Van Voren, then Rain Man. That's all next.